Welcome to Detour to Neverland, your guide to living your best Disney life through your hobby or business. Here's your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode number 163. It feels so good to be back. Catherine, are you alive? I'm here. I'm alive. I'm alive as well. This has been the longest break that we have ever taken from Detour. We talked about it a lot and we missed it a lot, so we're glad to be back in the saddle. Yes. It's it is crazy that we took so much time off and I look back and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, what were we even doing?" But we were just so busy that I don't even know what we were doing. Yeah. So, we kind of left you guys off explaining some of the changes that were going on in our lives. Um so the company that I work for, which is um my dad's company, so it's our family business, was going through a merger um and so that finalized on just last week um school has been crazy for you to end out the school year and then with cheerleading and everything else yeah so we're finally inching our way to the end of basketball season praise the lord because i cannot do it anymore and i think we just have a couple more tournaments depending on how good our teams do i guess will depend on how much longer I have to be the cheerleading coach. Are you rooting against them? I'm not, just because I I would, and I don't know if that sounds really bad, but I have a good friend who's the basketball coach, and I I want them to do well for her, so I'll stick it out for her. Okay. So life is slowly sort of going back to normal. I still wouldn't say we're like on a normal schedule like we were beforehand, um, when we were able, pretty much after 4 p.m. every single day, we could work on detour and went, until we went to bed. Yeah. And we just don't have that many free evenings anymore. So that's going to mean a couple of different things that we can talk about. But first, we wanted to highlight some of our upcoming trips because we're super excited for those. So what's our first one coming up? Our next trip coming up is in February and we're particularly excited for that trip because it is Princess Marathon weekend, or I guess half marathon weekend. They don't do a full one then. Um, but we know a lot of people who are going to be down there at the same time that we are. Brendan's whole family is going again, and we are running a half marathon, which sounds crazy. We are. Our training has not gone as well as we'd like it to. No. Turns out when you're super busy, um, you're also not very motivated to train for a half marathon. So it is, well, I don't even know what today's date is, January uh, 12th, and we just ran four miles for the first time. So good luck to us. May the odds be in our favor. I just don't want to get caught by the balloon ladies. That's not my only goal. I will go at any pace (laughs) as long as the balloon ladies don't catch me. Yeah, that's the goal, and maybe to get some pictures and have fun along the way. So we're excited. Well, we're mainly just doing it for the medal, right? And because I want to dress up. I thought it was like a $400 medal. I thought that's all it was for. Well, it's that too, and a lack of sleep. That's going to be the worst part. And a t-shirt. I think you get a t-shirt. You do get a t-shirt. And they'll probably sell you more too. Yeah. So do it for the t-shirt. I don't even remember who's on the medals anymore. Do you? Uh, One was Moana. Okay. Because we're doing the 5K and the half. The 5K and the half. I That's really all I re- Maybe Cinderella is I, on the I on think the half. she was on the half. I don't know the 10K because we're not doing that one. I was hoping it was Mulan or Tiana. Yeah. So. But that's okay. I guess we'll have to do it again next year. So that's the first trip. And then we're going back in March. We are going back in March, so that's for your spring break. Um, Yeah, that should be a fun trip. Your family will be down there at the same time as us then. Still don't have a hotel booked. We have plane tickets, so we're going. We just don't know where we're going. If I had to guess, we're going to be at All-Star Movies. Sports. Movies is sold out. Yeah. We're trying to be cheap, cheap on this one it's crazy i don't know if any if any of you have like a really great way to find hotel deals normally if we're not going to stay on site if we're not using dvc 
we would do a, um like go through the Hilton or the Marriott apps so that we can and we've had good luck doing that points yeah we stayed at courtyard last time for like 110 bucks a night it's very nice we've stayed at a lot of hampton inns around there for like around 100 bucks that's normally our limit so we're super cheap (laughs) um but this time it is crazy it's spring break well but see for disney it's not technically spring break for whatever reason disney considers spring break to be in April. And maybe that's the case for the majority of the United States. I don't know. But early March is when we're going. Yeah. I think it'll still be crazy busy. Well, probably. But we just experienced New Year's week. So it can't get much crazier than that. We'll talk about that in just a second. We're going to do our full trip report for the couple days that we were down there uh, right after New Year's. But the other thing that we wanted to cover is now that we've been away from Detour for a little while, I mentioned that we talked about it pretty much every day, probably. We've been thinking about it. We've still kept up with our uh, social media and everything, even though we haven't been as active. We keep up with all our friends. Yeah, we try to try to keep up as much as we can. Um, we're booming on TikTok, so things are going <laughs> great for us. <laughs> It started as a joke, but now it's like... Now it's kind of fun. Now it's kind of fun. You post a video and like followers just like stream in. We've never had that happen. We've never experienced anything like that. And our videos aren't even like top notch. Honestly, all they are is I used to have Instagram settings to save all of our stories to videos. Mm -hmm. And so that's where they all come from. People are going to expect that they're going to go and we have like... 20,000 followers. We have 2,000. To so. us, it's a big deal. <laughs> it's just been fun to try something else out. Yeah. Um, just because Instagram it seems so competitive sometimes. Mm-hmm. TikTok, it is. It's a little more free. I don't know. Yeah. You can be silly. Maybe and... for us old people who don't understand. But it's fun. We've no, enjoyed it, does, it. It does get weird if you go onto. Uh, like their version of the explore page it's weird stuff oh is it yeah see i haven't gotten all that far brendan's the tiktoker of this of this group you like tell me what looks good i do help me come up with captions um the other thing we need to cover also tighten up um for any titans fans out there i know we have a big uh, group of titans fans who listen to the show so this one's for you (laughs) almost super bowl bound one more game you're going to jinx it. No, I don't know. Okay. We can't do that. Not Moving that on. We may be in Miami in, two, in three weeks. That's all I'm saying. That would be exciting. For the Super Bowl. Um, so we've been thinking about this and what works for us and also what we're interested in and what we think you guys as the listeners would enjoy. And we've come up with – we've always – bounced ideas off of each other like ways to tweak things or w- different ways to approach things or you know hey what's a different project that we could do just because it's kind of we view detour kind of like disneyland where it's always evolving there's always a new story to tell there's always something new to dive into and so i think we have something pretty fun that we are going to explore for a little while and we'll see where it goes um and so for maybe the next little while, we won't be doing any interviews. I've got a couple in the works that I've been working on some good people within the community to talk to. So if we get those, we will, of course, play that. We won't hold them back or anything. Yeah. But this kind of leads into our trip report. But this trip, as the kids say, it hit differently. <laughs> I don't think the kids say that, but that's okay. All the kids say that. On TikTok? Yeah, all the kids say it. It hit differently. And I don't know. I just um, noticed different things that I never did before. We definitely experienced the park in a different way, which is crazy because that doesn't happen for us often. And we also kind of attribute our new idea to Disney+. Plus. And if you haven't seen it, you're totally missing out. But the Imagineering story, um, which was really incredible, and we were just blown away by it. Um, 
And that's kind of a, a compilation of both of those things kind of merged into this idea. Yeah. So I think many of you are probably the same as us that going to Disney is about escaping reality. You know, I, I saw someone post on social media the other day something about like when you walk through the gates, it's almost like you pack up a suitcase of all your worries, all your troubles, all your finances, whatever it might be, and you leave them at the front gates. And once you're in there, everybody is just exploring their imagination, you know, trying to discover their childhood again and, and things like that. And it just helped me, and, I, and like you said, by viewing the Imagineering story as well, is that there are so many stories to be told in the parks. And if you don't look for them, or if you're not exploring for them, they're so easy to miss. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember one part of the Imagineering story, they talked about Astro Orbiter, which we, hands up, we've never enjoyed that ride. No. But they mentioned even the park goers walking through and they see the spaceships, I guess, yeah. what you, the <laughs> rockets flying around. You know, maybe someone thinks about space differently. Maybe they want to explore something like that or research something like that. Or a kid, maybe they want to become more interested in the sciences. And so all of that is basically just to say, I think we're going to do a project where we take an attraction each week and we're going to try to learn the story that it's trying to tell us, that the Imagineers try to tell us, what the intellectual property that's involved is trying to tell us. And the goal of that is that next time you experience the parks, maybe you catch something that you didn't before. Maybe you reach a moment of clarity that you wouldn't have otherwise reached. And that's just kind of the idea. I think it's going to be really rewarding for us because we've always talked about kind of the next evolution of our Disney fandom is the history side of it. And I think this project will be very history focused. And then also learning about the Imagineers, learning about how an attraction was built and then all the way from the queue to the exit, what is it trying to tell you? Yeah, and I think just from a personal standpoint, it's going to kind of push us in a way that we haven't yet because when we, you know, interview our guests and get to know different people within the Disney community, you know, there's a certain level of research that we do to get to know that person and, you know, preparation that goes into it. But I feel like for this, it is going to be even more in-depth and it's going to be something that we have wanted to do for a while, um, just personally, but I think the podcast gives us a good opportunity to then talk about it and share what we find and, you know, again, just kind of how we take it in. So I'm excited. Yeah. It's kind of a daunting world. There are so many parks podcasts out there, and we've kind of never been in this space before, but I'm excited for it because I think our angle will hopefully be refreshing, where mm -hmm. the goal in mind is... Next time you experience an attraction or a ride in the parks, maybe it makes you think something differently or make you feel something differently. Or even just appreciate it in a different sense. You know, I think that was kind of a big thing that after we watched the Imagineering podcast, you know. Imagineering story. I'm so sorry. Story. <laughs> the Imagineering That's, podcast is yeah, an excellent Yeah, we love them too. So my brain's fuzzy. But after we watched on Disney Plus, um, we just kind of left each episode just, you know, with so much of a greater appreciation, and we loved that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good place to end it. That feeling is what we're chasing. That's what, yeah. We're not going to be able to do it as good as the Imagineering story. No. <laughs> but maybe we'll highlight some different rides and attractions that are maybe underappreciated, or maybe we'll convert some of you figment haters to figment lovers. Is that your goal? That's the end goal, yeah. <laughs> that's the end goal. So um, that's kind of what you can expect. Again, we haven't quite hashed out every little detail, but that's something that we're excited for. And then again, you know, as our life kind of 
falls back into its normal state. Hopefully at the beginning of February, you know, we'll be back on and rolling as normal, yeah. as scheduled. And we'll just do what we find interest in and keep Go it Go from rolling. there. Yeah. So our trip report, it was kind of crazy. And it was crazy for a couple of different reasons. The first thing is that we definitely were not on social media as often as we are when we go to the parks. Um, and a big part of that was because of who we went with and how we experienced the parks. And Brendan actually posted about this on our Instagram. I guess it was last week, late, early, I don't remember. But it was last week. And so with just my family personally, um, my parents recently brought into our family a foster brother. I have a new brother. He is eight years old. He'll turn nine in February. We actually share the same birthday. Twinning. We're twinning. And um, his name is Jay. And we had the opportunity to take him to Disney with us. So we had planned this trip because my sister's getting married. I think we've talked about that before. And she needed to go dress shopping. And, of course... We were all about, A, going dress shopping, but B, also going to Disney. And we got to go with him. And we, I don't know if anyone knows much about foster care, but you can't post pictures of the of the kids that you have in your family. And you can't, I guess, like give a lot of information about them for whatever reason. So we just didn't take a lot of pictures or anything because we were always with him and we didn't post a lot of videos because we were always with him and it also just allowed us the opportunity to spend that quality time with him because you know we have to keep in mind that we don't know how long he's going to be with our family so we just have the mindset that whenever we're with him we just kind of love on him and spend the time with him that we can while he's with us. Yeah, I mean, and there's a whole other episode and discussion that we can have on this of the management of your emotions that you have to do mm-hmm. um, in this situation. I can't imagine how your parents feel. But even for us, like, you want to just take him into World of Disney and just say, <laughs> it's all yours. Yeah, <laughs> we can get to the souvenir part and the, and oh, the sweet boy. We've spoiled him too much already. My parents are going to get in trouble. But all of that is just to say that that's setting the stage for why this was such a different trip for us. Mm -hmm. And why we didn't share all of the super cool things that we did because it's crazy that we didn't. I know. I felt bad. We had a few (laughs) friends reach out to us on Instagram, like wondering which park we were in. And it's a, it's a... This, it just wasn't a good trip to meet up. February, hit us up. Except we'll be dead because we've ran a race that we're not at all prepared for. Well, as long as you're okay to sit with us. <laughs> <laughs> sit with us, walk very slowly. Yeah. We're down. But let's talk about our trip. We went... Sorry, did I miss that? Well, I was just going to say, we flew in from Dallas, which was very different for us. Mm-hmm. Were you going to cover that? No, I was just going to start from the... Well, timing-wise, okay. So we went to Disney at a different time than we've ever been. We actually arrived on New Year's Day, January 1st. And it was because we were coming from Dallas. We actually went to the Winter Classic game. Hockey game. Is that the only Winter Classic? Yeah, I'm just trying to share more information in case nobody is familiar with the Winter Classic. Okay. Outdoor hockey game. In Dallas. It was a big deal to the Preds, and they lost, and it was kind of a flaw, but it was okay. We had a good time. We had good barbecue. Good barbecue, And yeah. Bucky's. <laughs> if any of our Dallas, if we if we Texans. have any Texas friends on here, Bucky's are God's gift to this planet. Yeah, we got souvenir cups, and if you've never heard of a Bucky's, we would highly recommend that you Google one and visit one. ASAP. Imagine it's like a Target and a Costco and a gas station combined. It was called the Disney World of gas stations. And it was accurate. It was very accurate. So we're getting a little off track. Um, We 
We were there after New Year's, and we can we kind of hoped that it would be a little less crowded because it was after the holidays. And making our fast passes, we got great fast passes. So we were kind of hoping that that would be a good sign. Turns out it was still crazy busy because it was that weekend right before everybody has to go back to school and everything. So that's kind of the time frame that we're talking about. It was like January 1st through the 5th. Yeah, we came yeah. back on the 5th. So kind of a long weekend that we were there. Loki's birthday. Loki's birthday. Our baby girl turned one. Our dog. Our dog, yeah. Um, so yeah, the so we flew in from Dallas. By the way, Dallas Love Field, outstanding airport. Highly Very recommend. Nice. Yeah. Very small, basically only Southwest flights flying out of there. Um, and they had a water burger in there. Mm-hmm. We did not partake, but because we ate in and out, we did eat in and out. Um, so once we got there, our accommodations were probably a once in a lifetime thing, maybe mm-hmm. unless we use DVC points sometime down the road. But we got Savannah View at Animal Kingdom Lodge. It turned out that my sister, because she works for Disney, they get certain cast discounts on rooms. And this just happened to be the room that they were discounting. So my Brenda, my sister Brendan and I had one room, and then my parents and Jay had the room right next door to us. It was a great setup. We were right there in Jumbo House, and we had a great view of four giraffes. We had some, what else was out there? Like some kudu type. They never really got close enough to it. So I- some big birds. Lots Some of white birds. birds. We didn't have zebras. Zebras are on the other side. But we liked our giraffes. We didn't see any ostriches either. I don't know if there were any on our side. But it was really cool. And that was something that we've mentioned that's been on our bucket list, at least my bucket list, for a very long time. And again, I'm really sad that we didn't get to share all of that. But it was great. It was great. We'd wake up in the morning and see some giraffes and then go to Disney. Yeah. So you want to take this day by day? Yeah, at least kind of the important days. The first day was an interesting day for Brendan because my family, so me, my mom, dad, and then my sister went dress shopping, which left Brendan and Jay all alone to experience Disney for the very first time in his life. So I got to walk through the gates to Animal Kingdom with him as his very first Disney park ever. Yes. He had no idea what to expect. He asked me probably 50 times if if Tower of Terror was in Animal Kingdom Lodge or <laughs> Animal Kingdom. Um, it was just crazy the things that he found interesting, the things that he found boring, just like the comments that he would make walking through. So we don't really know what kind of like has he been to a county fair before in road rides has he been to like a local theme park or a water park even because even when you ask him he doesn't really give you a lot no so we went all out and we made fast passes for everest flight of passage and the safari for what we assumed eight-year-old boys would like now again we've never been to disney with an eight-year-old and every, and every kid's different, so we just kind of took it upon ourselves to make some guesses. So tell us about those three. Well, first we went on It's Tough to Be a Bug, which you guys probably know I absolutely despise that attraction. I hate it. I get so scared. You were a trooper. I um, did my levitate above the seat as they're stinging you, mm-hmm. um, and he asked me what I was doing. <laughs> he probably thought you were a weirdo. <laughs> I don't care. I don't like that portion, so I always, like, squat (laughs) above it. Um, But he really enjoyed it. He thought it was funny. Um, He liked the stink bug. Oh, yeah. Like most eight-year-old boys would do. He loves farts. Hopper was scary, as he's still scary to adults. (laughs) Um, So that was kind of a warm-up. Next thing we did was Everest. Um. He told us he didn't like heights going into it, but we still like hyped him up, told him how great it was. You know, my family, this is the best ride. This is our favorite. You know, just trying 
to do, I guess, what any parent would do if you want your kid to go on a ride. It's just hype it up which i don't like heights either but i don't mind heights on a roller coaster mm-hmm. like it doesn't uh, feel the same as like whatever. just going up like going in the hot air balloon or something yeah. that freaks me out but roller coasters don't really bother me um your dad didn't do us any favors by telling him that it went upside down i'm not sure why he told him that yeah i don't know either i think your dad probably thinks that it does go upside down <laughs> when it doesn't but um so he was worried about that but he went on it. He went on it. He screamed the whole time. It was hilarious. We have the funniest picture. I wish we could share it with you, but since we're not allowed to share pictures with his face, you can't see his face, so it negates the whole picture. But he he looked terrified. He was terrified. But, <laughs> but it was hilarious. As soon as we got off, oh, I, I do have to mention, he's terrified throughout the whole backwards portion. I don't like this. Can we get off? Yada, yada, yada. Like, no, just, you know, we're, we're stuck. We're going. Um, the ride breaks down temporarily as you're in the cave scene with the shadow of the Yeti up on the wall mm-hmm. while you're waiting to go forward to go down the hill. We wait there for probably two to three minutes, longest two to three minutes of my entire life. <laughs> I can't imagine how long it felt to him. <laughs> Um, once we finally go down, that's when the hilarious picture took place at the drop, of course. Um, we got off and I was like, okay, so you didn't really like that, right? And he's like, I want to ride this every day forever. It's like, okay. So we're like, yeah, this is a win. Like, this is awesome. Um, he said like, he kept saying, I love this because I hate it. And you're like, does that make sense? I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, it's like it's, it's scary. Like, that's what a thrill ride is supposed to do. It's, make, it's supposed to make you feel like you're unsafe, but you really are safe. Yeah. Um, thought it was going well. Uh, that went really well. Yeah, yeah. Flight of passage, not. Epic failure. Not well at all. <laughs> um, and it's so, this is where, like, things start to really challenge you, challenge us is, like, diehard disney people because you want to tell him there are some disney fans like your dad people in general who have never been able to experience this ride like by now most people have been able to but maybe someone who just goes once a year maybe has still not rode this ride and a lot of people say before rise of the resistance that it was the best ride on property and you want you want to. You want him to get it. You want him to get it and to appreciate it. Man, eight-year-olds, he, he eight-year-olds can't it. do that. He hated it. Yeah. He didn't want to wear his three D glasses, and I was worried that if he didn't wear the three D glasses, it would make him sick. Which would be really bad. <laughs> yeah. So I kept like trying to get him to wear the glasses during the ride. He kept taking them off. Then he just closed his eyes and said, fine, just close your eyes for the rest. He did open his eyes and put his glasses on whenever you land momentarily for the when the bioluminescence explosion mm-hmm. happens. And he said, like, oh, it's so pretty. So that was cool. <laughs> but um, overall, I don't think he will do that right anytime soon again. No. Which is so... He loves, like, video games and things like that. And something like that, you'd think with a big screen, would be appealing. But, again, maybe it was just, like, the heights and that feeling of flying. Because coming down, you know, my parents flew with him. He didn't like the plane ride. So maybe that that was just a weird, like, foreign feeling for him. I don't know. But from there, you ended up getting a snack to recollect. Yeah, we did get a slack. We ate at Satuli. He liked Satuli Canteen, which is good. I'm indoctrinating more people that it's the best quick service. I was hoping that uh, Brendan would be forced to eat at Pizza Fari. Um, <laughs> you know what? It's my lifelong goal to never eat at Pizza Fari. <laughs> so I'm still succeeding in that goal. Um, but I'm, I'm, we don't have to talk through every single thing that we did that day. The point is, we ended on a high note. He loved the safari. We got the best views of every animal. 
There were hippos out of the water, a bloat of hippos out of the water, just snoozing on the beach. We, both of the cheetahs were up pacing back and forth instead of sleeping back in the corner like they normally are. The only one was the um, wild dogs. Hmm. They were kind of hidden back behind an area. Yeah. Um, But the giraffes were up walking around. The zebras were closed. The wildebeests were really close. That's cool. Um, and then we also did the, uh, conservation station. We went to Rafiki's Planet Watch, mm-hmm. which we have not been back there in years. I really wanted to do the animation experience. I loved it. I would probably do it multiple times a day. He was bored out of his mind. Yeah. He's, he likes music. He's more like inclined that way, maybe than artistic. But he did really like petting the goats that are out there. Yeah. <laughs> he made lots of goat friends. He also pet a snake. And he thought it was hilarious that I don't like snakes, and so I wouldn't pet it. And he's like, snakes aren't scary. I want to be like, neither is Flight of Passage. <laughs> <laughs> so, all in all, Animal Kingdom was a good day. It was a good day. And for me, it was just so... It was very challenging to be able to come up with things that he would enjoy because mm-hmm. we don't do lines. So, like, I refuse to get in the line to wait for anything. Like, Dinosaur was a 120-minute wait. He would have ended up hating that, though. And that's what I kept trying to tell him. But he he was under the impression, I've got to do everything here. It's oh. Like, and you were like, you'll be back, bud. Yeah. So... All in all, it was a really great day. He made a poor decision, and he got a strawberry popsicle instead of a Mickey bar. So we got to work on that. He ended up getting a Mickey bar by the end of the trip. That's just because your dad ordered it for him. (laughs) But he ate it all and liked it, so that's fine. He did. Um, But we ended that night at Boma. Mm -hmm. So we met you guys after you went dress shopping. Boma always is wonderful. Crowd hit. Do you think Boma is better in Sanaa? Well, the only thing, I don't know. I didn't like my entree from Sanaa, but the bread service is top-notch. So if you could get bread service from Boma, then hands down Boma. Or maybe if I could, like, go to Sanaa and get bread service and then go to Boma. I don't know. I'd, I'd probably, I would probably pick Boma over Sanaa, but that bread service was amazing. Yeah, we probably need to eat at Jico. Maybe that's like a nice middle ground. I don't think they have bread service, but... Well, then I don't want to go. Oh, okay. So, it was a good day. It was a good day. Next day was Magic Kingdom. Yes. And, of course, my whole family was super excited to take him to Magic Kingdom. My sister took off that morning or switched shifts with someone so that she would be able to come with us because we were all super excited. And the first thing we did was meet Mickey Mouse. And that was great because he, when talking to my parents before the trip, you know, they asked him, you know, if you want to get souvenirs, like, let's bring some money and things like that. And... You know, he decided that he just wanted a picture with Mickey Mouse. That's what he wanted as his souvenir. And when we showed up at the Magic Kingdom, I think the line was just like 20 minutes maybe. And it was real sweet. He was dressed up in his magician costume. Jay did a little um, magic trick for him. The thing where you like pretend like you're popping your nose. And it was really cute. So that was a good time. That was a big hit. And then from there, we went to, where did we go? Was it? um, We started with Big Thunder. That was it. I kept wanting to say the wildest ride in the wilderness. Well, both are correct. Um, Because he, I guess, had read the books. Yeah, and I don't think they're Disney books. I don't think, but But maybe. But he was familiar with it. He, yeah, he was familiar with the term and. The he kept theme. saying, like, are there cowboys on this? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, there's cowboys. Totally cowboys. I guess you go through, like, a town. I don't know. Um, So he, again, was pretty skeptical. I don't think he ended up liking it. Uh, It was similar to Everest where 
He said it was awesome, but he didn't like it. Yeah. So, like, it's in that gray area where, like, he's got to be in the right mood, I think. Mm-hmm. So then from there, we... I don't know. What I remember is we got a snack from Gaston's because we were hungry. We did Philhar Magic. We did the teacups. He liked the teacups. And then we tried to do Space Mountain. And that's where um, we started to see just how much he didn't like roller coasters. So we're taking mental notes for next time we go um, with him in March. He's going to get to go again if, if he's still with us. So... Um, we got all the way up to the line, you know, we're hyping it up, we're showing him things, like my sister's being tour guide Barbie, telling him all about it and how everything works because she thinks that'll help. And we get up to the line, we're getting in the rocket ship, and he bails. He's like, I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it. So my dad, I would have gotten off with him because it's my dad's favorite ride, but my dad takes him because he was in another cart and they met us at the exit i can understand why that one is really intimidating though yeah he likes being able to sit next to somebody because he feels i guess safer in that way and as soon as he saw the cars weren't sitting by somebody that's when he really started to freak out speaking that he also made me really self-conscious because he sat next to me on big thunder mountain and he complained the whole time about how the lap bar <laughs> couldn't go down in front of. Like, I can't help it that I'm bigger than you. I'm an adult. Tell him what he said when he wanted to go swimming. Oh, yeah. He also, he he asked. He's full of great quotes. He is full of great quotes. He um, asked me if I brought a swimsuit to swim on this trip. Of course, Catherine and I did not because it's January and it didn't even cross our minds. And he's like, well, I have extra, but I don't know if they're your size. <laughs> it's like, hmm, they're definitely not. I think I've got you by about 180 pounds, <laughs> give or take. Um, so Space Mountain didn't go the way that we wanted it to. So from there, we, I think I ended up getting a snack. I don't know. That might have been our ice cream break. And we did the Tomorrowland Speedway, I think. And then we did the Tomorrowland Speedway, and he liked it. He did like it. He, I think he expected it to be more like go-karts, but because he didn't like the little thing that made you stay on your Does anybody track. like those? Well, no, but. That's probably the first time in 10 years that we've been on that too. Yeah, and I think that was one of the only stories I posted because I figured we had to document this. It is just not enjoyable. We were hoping it was kind of at that time of the day where it was starting to get dark, and we were really hoping that while we were on it, they would turn on the Christmas lights, because that would have made it better. (laughs) Yeah, it would have. Uh, But we did get to see a really great view of Tron. We did. That was cool. Um, And I also never hit the middle barrier the whole time, so just point for me. You're amazing. (sighs) That's really impressive. Those things are hard to navigate. I know. I knew it. Um, so from there, the last ride we did was Mine Train. And again, not a huge fan. We're taking notes for next time. So, And we did Pirates. I don't know if we mentioned Pirates. We also did Pirates that day. Um, we didn't get to do everything. There were things on our list that we didn't get to. But we ended the night by going to... Tony's Town Square. Tony's Town Square. And I really liked it. I really liked it, too. I remember we ate there in 2011 mm-hmm. when we went for my high school graduation trip. Um, and I remember it was good. I know it gets bashed a lot. But I, both of us had, like, the... The sample kind of platter. Yeah. At Olive Garden, they would call it the Tour of Italy. <laughs> That's sad. Chicken Parmesan, chicken Alfredo, and lasagna. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was good. Yeah. The calamari was bomb. Ooh, and we got some mozzarella sticks, too. Those are good. Mozzarella. You really say mozzarella. I mean, whatever. So that was a good day. I think um, we were all a little frazzled leaving that day because we... In the, in, 
they always tell you you shouldn't do this, but you just have such high expectations that it's going to be the most magical day of his life, and he's going to love every second of it. And with kids, you can't have that expectation, and we should have known better. And he liked it. You know, it was just kind of like a roller coaster of emotions for us. And the next day, we knew we were going to Hollywood Studios. We knew it was going to be a really early day because like every single other person who was at Disney World that day, we were all going to go on Rides of the Resistance. And we were going to wake up early. So that's kind of how we ended that night, just kind of what just happened. Um, But we were ready for the next day. So Hollywood Studios, this is the day that we're excited to talk about. Yes, this was... This was the highlight of the whole trip. Yeah, spoiler alert, everything went amazing. It was the best day ever. Um, so I want to quickly talk about... We're not going to spoil anything for Rise of the Resistance at this point. We'll no. talk about that later. Yes. Um, but for right now, if you are planning on going to try to ride it soon... As you probably know, they changed it recently where they used to just randomly start giving out the boarding groups early, early, way before the park opened. Now, pretty much every day the park is opening at 7 a.m. Sometimes at 6.15, they would release them all. Mm -hmm. And by 6.30, they're all gone before the park is even open. And from my sister's um, job standpoint, it was an absolute nightmare. So Disney has luckily... Only started releasing them when the park opens, which is helpful if you're trying to plan out when to get there. Because for us, we got there early. I'd say maybe we got there around 6.15. We were actually good morning people, so pat on the back for us lazy bones. But we got there. We got through. We were very strategic about not bringing big bags and things like that. Um, But we got through, and then we just waited with the masses until 7.00. And it's like right on cue, right at 7. Everybody's looking at their phone. Everybody's trying to get the boarding pass. And Brendan was going to be our designated boarding pass person because he was the only one somehow who was linked to Jay on the My Disney Experience. So we were all kind of banking on him. Turns out his phone... Which is super slow. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and I was connected to cell data. I was not on Wi-Fi. That's the big recommendation that everybody gives whenever you do it is to be on Verizon or AT&T data. But his button never pulled up. Meanwhile, mine was like I was staring at it like, please let me press it. Please let me press it. And Brennan kept saying like, no, no, no. And then eventually I did because I was like, I'm tired of waiting. It was like the longest 60 seconds of our life. (laughs) And... Our boarding group was 130. Talk about deflating a balloon. We were crushed because, you know, at first we're like, okay, that's not too bad. And then you read the fine print under your number and it says, you know, all numbers 129 and above may or may not get through today. There's no, you know, they're basically just saying there's no guarantee if you don't get through, you don't get anything for it. They're reserved boarding groups. Yeah, it's just... Like, Where if too you're, bad. If you're 128 and you don't get called for whatever reason, you get a fast pass to come back the next day. Or they sometimes give you a free one-day park hopper. Like, they've been just shelling things out they, for people yes. that they don't get to. So we were concerned about it because we'd hope to ride it first thing in the morning, go back, take a nap, and then go back later in the day and experience other things that we didn't. So it really threw a cog into our plane. So Well, and if you can imagine... We're standing there. We got there at 6 o'clock in the morning. We didn't get the boarding pass. We don't have coffee or breakfast. And now we're standing with like a thousand, I don't even know how many people. And we're just grumpy. So recommendations. If you are going to do this, use cell data. I do think that's the correct way to go. Um, Make sure you are in the park before Mm 7. So it pays to get there early, even though they're not doing boarding groups. We were in line to go to Galaxy's Edge. Let me explain to you where we were. We were right next to Frozen uh, Singalong. Yes. And the line stretched all the way up to Star Tours. It took a right, and then it went into Galaxy's Edge back there. Mm -hmm. So. And you couldn't go through Toy Story Land. Nope. Toy Story Land was an exit only for Galaxy's Edge. So... Every single one of those people 
we're going to smugglers run mm-hmm. because including us unless you somehow got one of the very first boarding groups then you everybody was going to smugglers run in the past getting there early in the morning has been such a breeze for smugglers run we wrote it multiple times um when we went for the extra extra magic hours yep on single rider and like it's been no issue the wait's been around like 45 to 55 minutes we got in line for this i kept updating my disney experience it finally updated three and a half hours yes (laughs) we were stopped all the way before before the marketplace and it wrapped all the way around the Droid back, Depot. Mm-hmm, back to Toy Story Land. Back to Toy Story Land. Then you had to walk all the way up past Oga's and then past the Millennium Falcon. And then you finally got to go into the queue of four. It pretty much wrapped the the entire way around Galaxy's Edge was the way that it was. Um, and we quickly decided that that was not for us. And we abandoned the line or bailed. That's Jay's new favorite word. We bailed. And we went to our favorite breakfast spot, Woody's Lunchbox. So we did get some tachos. They are serving them in a different bowl now, which I'm not a fan of. What is that? It was different, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like a soup bowl instead of a... The little red thing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, The rectangle. I did not enjoy that at all. (laughs) Um, The line for swirling saucers was over an hour. Line for Mania was listed at 70 minutes. We went and did it. it we was decided not, to brave it anyway. It was not 70 minutes. It was probably like 45. Um, and Slinky Dog was like an hour and a half. Um, but something really exciting did happen while we were eating breakfast. For the second time ever, we saw Tim Tracker in Disney World. We did. And Brendan, right as I took a huge bite of my tachos, decides to talk to him as he walks by. So there I am stuffing my face full of tachos, and Brendan talked to him. We just had a quick chat. I didn't want to bug him. He was very busy trying to film. so We didn't take a picture or anything. We didn't take a picture because he was on the move. but uh, He did yeah. stop and talk to us, and he was very friendly. Very friendly. Yeah. All right. Toy Story Mania. Wildly successful. Wildly successful. It. Your mom loves that ride, which I think helps. Um, Jay loved it. For at the time that we wrote it, it was his favorite ride. Yes. Um, and it was. We got to go on the third track. It moved super quick. Mm-hmm. I think it only took us like thirty-five minutes, and it was posted at seventy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really great. So, the cool thing that happened afterwards was we had a fast pass for Star Tours. Catherine's mom did not want to do it, so she, we had fast passes for Slinky Dog. Which, which we thought would be a hit. We thought would be a hit, but based on our experiences earlier, we decided he probably should not ride Slinky. I don't think he would. Uh, yeah, he probably would have chickened out. Um, so your mom went and talked. She said it was the nicest guest experience guy of all time. Mm-hmm. He and asked if we could change it to get another Toy Story Mania. Or not another. Our but first tour. to switch. And they did it. Wham, bam, done. <laughs> and um, it was an anytime Fast Pass 2, which was super helpful. Yeah. So we went and used it immediately. And it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick on Star Tours. We got a new video based off of Rise of Skywalker. Yep. So you do go to, if anybody doesn't want to know, you can skip ahead 15 Beep. seconds. You do go to Exegol in some of these new scenes. It was cool. And we actually took him to see that movie. And I think that's part of why he enjoyed Star Tours so much was because he understood what was going on. And he is a Star Wars fan. Um, So at this point of the day, we were two for two, which is more than we had experienced. So we were on a high right now. And this is when my dad told him, you know, if you want a souvenir, you can pick something out. So he chose, he actually chose two things. Um, he At this point, he chose to make a lightsaber. Not at Savi's. Not at, well, yeah, just at the one in... Um, Star Tours. Star Tours, which is what he really wanted. He wanted a lightsaber, um, and he took it very seriously. Brendan went with him, and he was super excited. 
And then from there, we went um, back to uh, Toy Story Mania, and we got to do that again. And then he, as we were leaving Galaxy's Edge, one of the many times we were running back through there, he saw, like, those helmets, the pilot helmets. Poe? He's a pilot. Yeah. Do you forget Poe's name? No. Okay. Go he, got a, he got a Poe pilot helmet. And he loves that thing. And he was so cute. He put it on and he's walking around with it. So he's got the helmet. He's got the lightsaber. And we just had the best time taking pictures of him. And yeah. that's what he was wearing in the picture that you posted where you can't see his face. So yeah. thanks, Poe Helmet. Yeah. So we went to Star Wars Launch Bay, and he met Chewie. Mm-hmm. He clammed up a little bit with Chewie. He's intimidating. Yeah. But he uh, was excited. And he then met. he met BB-8 wearing his Poe Helmet. So that was hilarious. Yeah. That was super fun. He drank some blue milk. He loved blue milk. He loved the blue milk. Green milk is still better, but to each their own. Um, And that's kind of how we... Ended our day at Hollywood Studios. We didn't get to ride Smuggler's Run, and he did actually want to do that, so we'll have to go back. And we decided to take naps. We went back to the Animal Kingdom Lodge. We took naps, and it just so happened, as we were waking up from our nap, Brendan checks his phone, and he's like, oh, my God, they're calling boarding pass 129. And this is where our Rise of the Resistance journey starts. (laughs) So panic ensues. Um, we like call your parents. Like they were awake, luckily, but yeah, they throw just, some clothes on Jay. We're to, just panicked to get him out the door. And I, whenever he gets to ride it, he's gonna regret this. Your dad declined to go. Yeah, for whatever reason, my dad decided to stay back and finish watching the football game that he was watching with our future brother-in-law. And it was just Brendan, me, Jay, and my mom. And luckily, my sister had just gotten off of work, and she was able to shuttle us over there real quick because we were going to take an Uber since we didn't want to wait for the bus because we we got the message shortly after um, waking up. But fun fact, we also had dinner reservations at Beaches and Cream like like an an hour hour. later. And we were trying to beat the clock because – there was no way we were missing it. I would pay any fee that Disney charged me to miss my <laughs> reservation of Beaches and Cream to ride Rise of the Resistance. And I recommend anybody else do the same if that happens. If you get the choice. Luckily, they were super cool um, at Beaches and Cream. Your sister went and stalled for us. We literally showed up an hour late. We did. Um, I didn't notice any spit in my food. If there was, it didn't change the it taste. It tasted delicious. It, so, um, all in all, it worked out well. So, let's... If you don't want to know any spoilers for Rise of Resistance, you think you, they should go ahead and skip now? Or are we going to talk? Are we going to spoil it? We're. You just want to talk in generalities. Yeah, fairly general. If, if we're going to say anything scandalous, we'll tell you. Um, so basically, we run out. We're frantic. We won't let anybody take any bags. We're bagless. And we are dragging Jay through the park. He's kind of like a little old man. Um, so we're dragging him, we're running, we're so excited to get back there. And once you get into the queue with your boarding pass, there's still a line. So it's not like you just walk right onto the ride, but it moves the entire time because there's no fast pass or anything. So I'd say we were probably in line. For most people. Some people get stopped. Oh. A long time. Well, we got really lucky then. If they ever send out Ray and Chewie or pass out refreshments, uh, chips and drinks, it is a bad sign. Your ride has broken down. Oh, well, we didn't get any chips or drinks. But I'd say if you're th- if the line is moving quickly, we probably waited 20 to 25 minutes. Fair? Does that seem fair? Yeah. Okay. I've got to talk about a few things on it. Oh, Okay. So if you don't want to know anything, just skip ahead. I'd say like a good like five minutes and we'll be done. Five minutes. You were on this ride way before you realized that you're on the ride. What do you mean by that? Well, it starts kind of without you realizing it. So when you're first taken into the room with BB-8 and Ray, it's kind of like your typical 
um, pre-boarding show. Pre-show. I mean, it's cooler than any other pre-boarding show that we've ever seen. Um, but you just expect it to be a pre-show. You expect it to be a pre-show, and then when they transport you into Beck's transporter ship, in that transition, how are you? How do you go in and out of the same door? The reveal, whenever you get brought into the Star Destroyer, and the doors open, and the First Order officer boards your ship, and you see all the stormtroopers lined up, and you see the gigantic window looking out into space, is one of the most breathtaking moments ever. Yeah, I mean, the whole like transport vehicle thing was pretty overwhelming in itself because you're like where are we like what are we doing is this the ride because you don't really move a whole lot and then when you stop it is pretty overwhelming and I remember with where we were standing on the ride we were the first like by the door and it is kind of that moment where you hesitate like do we actually get off like is this a trap what is happening so we were some of the first people off the transport which was pretty cool and it is crazy to take everything in and thinking about, like, the logistics. I don't want to know how it works. Even if someone could tell me, I don't think I want to know. Yeah. I'm probably the same way. Maybe. Maybe I'll ride it a few more times and then I'll want to know, like, the mechanics of it. Yeah. But it it's pretty cool. I don't want to talk about any more of the ride. I think the next parts are ones that you have to experience for yourself. If you guys want to have a discussion about that, you know, DM us. We are, we will talk about that to our blue in the face. Yeah. But I do want to share something funny that happened with Jay while we were. There's two good things we should share. Okay. You share the first one. No, mine is second. Okay. So first thing is if you guys have wrote it, you kind of get lined up and you're going into interrogation rooms. Um, for the first order, I won't say why you can figure that out if you want to, um, when you write it, but so there's these first order officers who are cast members, but they are super intimidating and obviously they're playing the role. I think they're the coolest part. One of the coolest parts of the attraction. Um, so, you know, they're ordering us around, stand in a straight line, stand right there, what color are you on? And we're just sitting there, you know, wondering what's going to happen next. We didn't watch any videos before this, so we had no idea. Nope. And Jay raises his hand like he's in social studies class and asks, are there seat belts on this ride? Yeah, and of course, the person, like, has to answer his question, so... It was it was interesting, but that's he's very like safety oriented or whatever. So the story continues, and eventually you do get put into a, a vehicle, and it's me, Brendan, and Jay on the first row. My mom bails because she hates rides, really. Um, and behind us are three older people, like older than our parents, I'd say, or maybe around there. And before the the ride vehicle part starts, um, they say something like, I think this young Jedi will save us. And then the second person says, I sense it. And the last one says, I sense it too. And me and Brendan just looked at each other and thought it was the coolest thing because we're nerds. I got chills. It was pretty cool. Those people were awesome. They were pretty cool. I halfway expected to turn around and see Mark Hamill and Billy D. Williams sitting right there. <laughs> I honestly thought that was incredible. Yeah. Props to those people because Jay didn't like catch it. But, but we caught it. But they made our day. Yeah. And then the rest is history. And it was awesome. It was awesome. We'll talk about it with anybody off air if you're interested in it. Best ride ever. It... I think the ultimate moral of the story is our day took a complete 360, and it was amazing. And a 180. 360 would be going back the same direction. (laughs) We would recommend waking up at the crack of dawn to get there with thousands of people to press the button and 
getting to ride Rise of the Resistance. And don't lose hope if you're in one of those past 129 because it worked out for us. And I believe if it worked for us, it can work for anybody. Help me my Disney experience. <laughs> you're my only hope. Yeah. But then we did end up going to Beaches and Cream, and we really enjoyed that meal, too. Yeah, so it just got refurbed for anybody who doesn't know. Uh, it was really good. We enjoyed everything we ate. Um, we both got the... Patty milk. Patty milk. I got some onion rings. And then, of course, we got ice cream at the end, which is always the best part of any meal. We did not get the kitchen sink. No, we didn't get the kitchen sink. But we saw other people get the kitchen sink. And I didn't know, but whenever someone orders it, like the lights turn out and they have a flashing light that turns on and there's like a whole choral response thing that happens. And the first time it happened, we were all a little like, what's happening? Like, yeah, do we have to evacuate? It was kind of alarming. Yeah, it's like I did not know that there was a like an audience response portion of this. <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't get any cue cards. Uh, yeah. So that pretty much wraps up our trip. We woke up the next morning. We ate some breakfast at Animal Kingdom Lodge at uh, Mara. And we had to get on the Tragical Express. We did. Um, well, we flew home. Now we've been home for a week. Yes. So it was a fun trip, but that's why we didn't get to share much of it with you, even though we wish we could have because we did some cool things. We probably still wouldn't have shared Rise of the Resistance. We were actually in the same, I guess, group, you could say, with some other people who were, like, videoing the whole thing. And I just can't imagine doing that. I maybe, don't know. Maybe they've wrote it multiple times. Maybe. But, but I can't imagine. The first time, put the phone down and experience it yourself. And then if you really want to record it, do it all again the next day. But I would be sad for you if you saw it for the first time behind your phone. Yeah, I mean, I think that I probably need to write it at least 10 times before I'm ready to watch it through my phone screen. Um, my brother and Greg asked me this today. I think I know your answer, but I just want to make it clear. We were both on the same page. Before this, the best ride we've ever been on is Harry Potter Forbidden Journey. Would you agree? Uh, yeah, I think I would rank it above the other one because you haven't been on the other one. I've not been on Green Gods. And neither one of us have done Hagrid's. No. I do think I'd put Forbidden Journey above Green Gods. But I'm saying, is it the best ride you've ever been on before Rise? I think so. Is Rise now the best ride you've ever been on? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No question? No question. I've never felt more just like in awe and i did the first time that we rode forbidden journey i remember getting off that ride thinking well disney is screwed because <laughs> they don't have anything that can hold a candle to this because we felt that same kind of oh my gosh but immersion. yeah just immersion but this takes the cake yeah one thing i would say even if you're not a star wars fan i think you would enjoy rides mm-hmm or even if you've just seen the more recent movies. Because luckily for a long time, that's the category that I fell into until you converted me. Now you're a nerd. Now I'm a nerd. You're a Marvel and a Star Wars nerd. Man. Welcome, Look at me now. Welcome to the good side. Um, but I think that pretty much does it for this trip. So our goal is next week we'll have our first attraction episode out. However, this is something we talked about before. We want to do our research and really know these things inside out. Mm -hmm. So we're not going to put out something that we're not fully prepared for. Which means at this point in time, we can't guarantee we'll be back weekly, is I guess what we're trying to say. We'd like to be. That's our goal. Mm -hmm. uh, but we can't make any promises. Um, so, yeah. Do you know what attraction we're going to do? No. I don't either. We're going to have to find some method to go through. Yeah. Maybe um, make a list and pick out of a hat or something. That's a good idea. Yeah, just random. Keep us on our toes. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to add? I think that's it. First one back in a while. Also one of our longest episodes in a while. 
And it's 2020. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. We missed that. Yeah, we missed all of it. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you guys so much for being patient with us. And thank you for listening. Um, If you have any thoughts on this kind of new project that we're going to undertake, feel free to let us know. But uh, this is just something I think is going to be fun. We're excited. Yeah, so hopefully you can tune in for the next one. And yeah, hope you guys have a wonderful week. And we will talk with you soon. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Subscribe to the show and leave a review to help more people find us. Follow us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland underscore podcast to see our pictures from the parks. See you real soon.